Amen. Amen. And indeed, our big kids are dismissed to their class this morning. Our grade four to six. Have fun, guys. It's going to be a good time back there. Well, as we dig in this morning, let's turn to Psalm 103. Psalm 103. We're done our summer of Psalms, but I think we can still read Psalms occasionally, right? That's allowed. Is that okay? Only during the sermon series. Psalm 103 of David. We never read that part. So David wrote this one, I guess. It says this. It says, praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfies your desires with good things. So that your youth is renewed like the eagle's. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his way to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, So great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone. And its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him. His righteousness with their children's children. With those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels. You mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts. You, his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, my soul. Amen. From everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him. God is always here. With us. He always has been. And he always will be. And that can fill us with a confidence. And a peace that passes understanding. If we will trust him. This morning we step into our new ministry year. A new season. A new opportunity. A new chance to see how God is at work and to try to follow Him there. To join Him there. Over this last 18 months, we have experienced some of the most disruptive, divisive, frustrating, scary things that we've ever seen. Our whole world has been thrown into chaos and fear and it's been a long struggle to try to find hope And peace. People have been hurt. And even died. 
Our disagreements have been fierce and even violent. Our schools, our work, our relationships have all been changed and challenged. We've flailed around trying to respond to the concerns of the moment. It's been constant and significant change over and over and over again. Restrictions and guidelines and new rules and no one really knows what's going on. And that leaves us feeling completely wrung out. Spent. We don't like change. It's stressful. It's frustrating. It's scary. And in, in that it can be the people that we love the most that can face the impact of our anxiety most directly. It's been hard. It's been a long road and it's not over yet. And within all of that, we can start to feel like God isn't there, like He doesn't care. Why is He allowing something like this to happen, to go on? It can feel like all the change is too much. And at the same time, we've seen people come together in amazing ways to care for each other and support each other. Neighbors and communities and churches showing incredible compassion and grace, displaying God's love together. But all of those things have been filled with change too. Virtual learning, virtual work, virtual worship. Our normal routines and relationships disrupted and thrown off balance. It's been a wild season. And again, it can leave us at the very least feeling wrung out, run down, exhausted. And for many of us, even broken and alone. Physically, spiritually, emotionally, relationally. Wondering where God is and why He let this happen to us, to me, to you. It's hard. It's a lot. It has not been easy. And as I've been praying about this new season, this new ministry year, I've been praying about where God is leading us. What does He want us to hear? What does He want us to know, to embrace, to understand? What is He inviting us into? Where is He taking us? And as I was praying, God spoke three words to me. He said, yesterday, today, and forever. And because I have a master's of divinity, I definitely didn't have to Google yesterday, today, and forever, comma, Bible verse. (laughs) Which definitely didn't lead me to Hebrews chapter 13, because I just already knew that, of course. But for you that wouldn't have known that, if you turn to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, we find this incredible verse. This incredible sentence, this unbelievable promise. It says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And as I spent time with that verse over the last number of months, just praying over it and meditating on it and journaling through it, God started to lead me all over Scripture to all of His incredible promises that have given us, He's given us about His eternal presence. His unchanging nature. 
His holiness, His faithfulness, His never-ending love. And I started to get really excited for the things that God has in store for us this year because this is where we are. Our world has been turned upside down, thrown into chaos and struggling to find any kind of footing. And every time we do, the rug gets pulled out again. And through all of this, Jesus is inviting us to know, to understand, to embrace that He is the same always. In a world in chaos, He does not change. And we've probably all heard these words before. But there's just such an incredible promise in this verse. Hope and life and confidence. Leading us in all kinds of amazing ways to embrace life and ministry and discipleship. Allowing us to be vulnerable. To dig into relationship and community with depth and compassion. Because if this is true, then it's not about keeping ourselves safe. About protecting ourselves. Because Jesus is our foundation. And that foundation never wavers. Never wobbles. Never moves. He is the rock surrounded by shifting sands. He is the strong tower protecting His children. He is our safe place, our shelter from the storm. And He will never fail. He has been the same through all the ages, through wars and famine, through persecution and darkness and struggle in the wilderness as His people wandered, when His people were in slavery and taken far away from the lands that God had promised them in victory and defeat, in strength and weakness. No matter what is going on, no matter what the world looks like, what our lives look like, God is always there. He is always the same. He is love. He is grace. He is mercy and peace. He is justice and holiness. He is relationship and wisdom. And He is good. And he does not change no matter what. The gods of this world, money, health, prosperity, government, power, happiness, they can't be trusted, they can't be counted on. They have no real power and they can't give us anything real. And they haven't changed since the days of old Baal and Mammon, Asherah and Zeus. They were uncaring, unpredictable, capricious, vengeful. They couldn't be trusted. They couldn't do anything. And ultimately, they weren't even real. They were a fantasy. A struggle for control over things we can't control. A way for us to pretend like we can direct our own lives and control the world around us. They demanded sacrifice and devotion to give us what we wanted. To satisfy this hunger and desire for order and and control. And all the time, God has been there. Watching. 
waiting, inviting us to trust Him, to submit, to let Him be God again. From the beginning, He has been there and He still is. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is the God of Moses and Joshua, is the God of David and Solomon, is the God of Peter and Paul and John, is God here, now, today. Walking with us. Speaking to us. Loving us. And desiring to lead us. For us to trust Him, to follow Him. To know Him. To love Him because He is love. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what that means is more than we can imagine because what He is is more than we can understand. He is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn over all creation. For by Him all things were created. Things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created by Him and for Him. He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. And He is the head of the body, the church, the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything He might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all His fullness dwell in Him and through Him to reconcile to Himself all things by making peace through His blood shed on the cross. This is what Jesus is. And He is the same. From everlasting to everlasting, yesterday, today, and forever, this is what He is. And this truth, this reality, is the foundation of our hope and our life. It is the basis of our confidence, the source of our love, the root of our mission. Jesus is God. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and He is here. This is everything. It changes everything. It impacts everything. This is what Jesus is, and He does not change. And so everything we are and everything we do flows through that. And we can be filled with a confidence, with a a hope and a joy, with purpose and mission because this is what Jesus is and it means everything. His promises are true. His word is true. And He is inviting us to understand just what it means for us. And so that's what we're going to be exploring together this year. Understanding and embracing the reality that what Jesus was is what He is and is what He always will be. And that holds incredible meaning for who we are and what we do. We're going to look at the stories that God told us about people, about Himself, 
We're going to look at the story of Adam and the truth that we were created for relationship from the very beginning. Created in the image of God to reflect Him, to enjoy Him, to be a part of His creative power and work and extension of it. We are going to look at the story of Noah, the reality of God's holiness and justice, His righteousness and His mercy. The story of Abraham, the power of God's promises and of faith. The story of Jacob. As God helped him to see that God is present everywhere. Showing us a little more who and what he truly is. The story of Joseph, that God is fully in control. And even when our circumstances and the things that happen to us seem not to make any sense, he is still there. The story of Moses, that God has a plan and a purpose, that he is leading us. And we can trust where he wants to take us. The story of Joshua, that God was building a nation and establishing his people, but at the same time revealing himself to the nations around him, that God is the God of everyone. He desires all to be with him. The story of Saul. We don't see things the way God does. That We look at outward things, but God judges the heart. Story of David, a man after God's own heart, and despite his sin, his selfishness, his failures, he loved God. And the story of Solomon, who built the temple that God's people had been waiting for for so long, but the truth that that temple was never enough. Then we're going to look at the prophecies that he's given us about who he is and what he's doing, where we are going, about this Messiah, our Savior, what he was going to do, what he is. And then we're going to look at the life of Jesus, fully God and fully human, showing us who God is and showing us what we were always meant to be. So that we can be a little more what God created us to be. So we can share that with others. His love, His mercy, His grace, His gospel, His hope with the people around us. The world is a crazy place. It always has been and it will be for a long while longer. But Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday today, and forever. And He's inviting us to know Him, to understand Him, and to live a life of confidence and mission because He is God. Are you ready for the journey? Are you ready for the things that God is going to lead us into? The things that He is going to challenge you with? As we explore this together, I want us to be empowered and released in the gospel to build the kingdom, to share the love of Jesus with the people in your life. The people that God puts in front of you. The love that created us to be with Him. Are you ready? Let's pray together. Father God, we come before you today. We're excited. 
You are good. You are here with us. You are moving. You are working. And you desire for us to know and trust you. Jesus, you are the same. You were there in creation, all things created by you and for you. And you are here now today, the head of this body, the church. And you are king forever, leading us forward in ways that we don't even know. To build your kingdom, to share your hope and your love. God, as we explore these things, we pray that we would be open to follow wherever you lead, that you would soften our hearts, open our eyes and ears to see you and hear you, to know you, that we can trust you, and that as we do, we would be able to share that love. We thank you that you are good, in Jesus' name, amen.